We've all had those days where our vibe is low, we feel tired or exhausted, maybe you're overwhelmed or just simply emotionally or physically drained. I'm pretty sure I operated on this level for the entirety of my college career. Like, no kidding, living off caffeine, which meant I was on a constant search for bursts of energy because, well, I didn't know that I could create sustainable energy of my own, let alone have it overflow. So how the hell do we do that? Welcome back to the Direct Your Vibe podcast. I'm your host and director of Vibes, Leslie Schultz. Spring has sprung, my friends. The weather is warming up, despite that one last snowfall we had here in Lake Tahoe. And for most of us, that typically sparks some spring cleaning. As we shift seasons and begin to bloom into our next level, it's a wonderful time to drop the dead weight, clean out our closets, and get rid of anything that no longer serves us. I'm all for it. Since we're all about energy, frequency, and all that woo-woo shit here on the Direct Your Vibe podcast, today we're going to be diving into my own version of spring cleaning. You guessed it, energetic spring cleaning. So let's start by taking a cleansing deep breath. Feel free to close your eyes if it's safe to do so and breathe in through your nose. Hold at the top for a couple of seconds. And release your breath along with anything that feels like you may already know what I have to say when it comes to cleaning up your energy. If you can approach the information from this podcast with an open heart and an open mind, I think you'll be surprised by how much you get out of it today. Now that we're here in this grounded energy together, I'm going to guide you through some tools, techniques, and processes that I've been experimenting with in the last couple of years that have really helped me to better navigate change, create an overflow of energy, and preserve and protect my energy, all of which has allowed me to release stuck energy, let go of limiting beliefs, and shed an entire layer of my identity in the process. Whew! So let's start by talking about how we can navigate change with more ease and less stress. It's clear that the past year has brought on a lot of change and uncertainty for us all. With that, unfortunately, comes heightened anxiety and more overwhelm than perhaps we've ever had to deal with in the past. I know that's certainly the case for me. And in case this is your first time listening to the podcast, hello, welcome. I want to open up a bit and share some of the changes that I've faced over the last year and hopefully it'll provide you with some evidence to trust my insight on navigating change. In the past year alone, I have been completely blindsided as an industry that I dedicated a decade of my life working in completely shuts down overnight. From this big life change, I chose to pivot and launch a brand new business in an industry I'd never worked in before. In the midst of all that, I decided to road trip across the country and back in 10 days in the midst of a pandemic to move myself across the country again. The most challenging bit of uncertainty through it all, however, has been not having a stable home or a place to call my own. Since the pandemic began over a year ago, I've been staying with my boyfriend, living in his camper, living at friends' houses, and most recently, as you heard in the Travel Diary series, living on a 46-foot sailboat. Don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for each and every one of these changes, the challenges they brought, because without them, I wouldn't be the version of myself that I am today. But I have to be honest, I handled some of these challenges much better than others. And through it all, I learned a lot. I grew more than I ever expected in the span of a year, and I have so much to share with you here today. 
I hope it provides you with tools to navigate some of the change you're dealing with, with more ease, less stress, and a deep sense of trust in yourself along the way. The first and possibly most important aspect of navigating change with more ease and flow is learning how to trust yourself. This was a really big one for me and it took a bit of inner work to figure out how to reconnect to my intuition while navigating all the changes that I mentioned before. After a lot of trial and error, I'm excited and so honored to share with you today what I found to be my most helpful and powerful tool. I invite you to try it with me right now in this moment. So as long as it's safe to do so and you're not driving or operating heavy machinery or something like that as you listen to this, close down your eyes for just a moment. I want you to bring something to mind that you know to be true about yourself. I'll give you some examples for me to help you along in this process. So for me, I may close my eyes and think, I'm a snowboarder. That's true. I am a daughter. Yeah, I'm sitting in front of a computer. Yes. So choose one thought for yourself that you know without a hint of a doubt to be true and sit with that thought. What does that feel like in your body to be this certain? Is there maybe a sense of expansion? Do you feel like space opened up? Is it warm, open? Just take note of it without judgment of how that feels in your body and please know that you cannot get this wrong. It's going to feel different, that certainty, it feels different for everybody. That's perfect. Just take another deep breath and really sit with that for a moment. Now, once you've got that, bring something to mind, perhaps a past mistake that you made or a bad feeling situation you're going through now. And notice how your body shifts. Maybe it constricts. Did your breath get sharper? Did your heart race faster? The point of this exercise is your body always knows how to guide you. I encourage you to practice this often, especially when you're faced with a challenging decision, a new opportunity, or uncertainty. While it won't always solve the entire problem, it will help you to know with complete certainty what the next right step is in that moment. So you can open your eyes now, but continue practicing this. Rinse, repeat, trust, and keep moving forward. The next process that I wanna share with you is learning to release our need to control, to let go of the expectation we hold about a certain outcome. This is a big one a skill or process that, quite honestly, I'm still practicing myself, and here's why I swear by it. Because the truth is, in the past, my need to control was ruining everything I was working for. I used to believe that if I worked hard enough to control every factor, every step, every tiny detail, I could create the success or the happiness that I was chasing. And to be honest, I had it all wrong. I thought I needed more control to be happy or successful when what I really needed for me was freedom. Freedom of time, finances, and location, that is honestly the single most powerful driving force behind everything I do in work, life, relationships, everything. When I uncovered this in a recent self-awareness course I'd been guiding myself through, I was able to see how my efforts to plan, control, and grip so tightly to the outcome of every goal, every event, every relationship or creative project I'd ever had was steering me miles away from what I actually wanted. Because here's the thing, control creates resistance. 
that resistance lowers our vibe and creates anxiety. Freedom, happiness, and true success, at least for me, is found in releasing my grip and surrendering completely. This self-awareness has been such a game changer for me, allowing me to invite more flow and ease into my life. The more I practice this art of surrender, the easier I'm able to navigate through change and uncertainty. So I no longer completely freak out when things don't go as planned because I have this deep trust in the way that I know I will move through any situation. This trust comes from that self-awareness and a consistent practice in surrender. So even with this awareness and understanding, I recently noticed how I was doing this in my business. I was still controlling. I was feeling a lot of stress and anxiety around how far along I thought I should be after seven months of building this coaching business. When I took a step back from my emotions to truly observe it, I noticed that I was trying to control the outcome, but all it was doing was creating more anxiety. So I let go. I let go of my judgments. I let go of my grip on the situation. I let it all go. And within minutes of deciding this, I felt ease. The heavy energy that I was carrying around all around the growth of my business and everything else with it was released. And then these spurts of creativity started rushing over me in the days that followed. It was incredible. Which brings me to another super powerful tool when it comes to navigating change and releasing our need to control. I touched on it a little bit here, but the art of surrender is so powerful. And I know I've mentioned this in previous podcast episodes. So for today, I'm just going to share a few of the ways that I practice this art. First and foremost, by slowing down. When I slow down, I can observe the ways that I'm creating resistance just as I did with my business. And I can observe the ways that I need to surrender and be honest with myself like that. Another important tool in the art of surrender is mindfulness. When we can tap into the present moment, we can do that so much easier when we slow down. And when we're truly tapped into that, we don't feel the resistance, the anxiety, or the overwhelm of what could be in the future because we're simply here, in the now, right now. Gratitude is also one of the most powerful tools that exists ever. By simply acknowledging gratitude for all that you have right now, you don't need to focus on the outcome of the changes you're currently going through. And you can find yourself tapped into that deep trust and inner knowing that everything that's happening, it's happening for you. You're exactly where you're meant to be and everything is unfolding exactly as it's meant to. Every process, skill, and technique I've shared today regarding navigating change and uncertainty, it takes time. So please be patient with yourself and I invite you to continue practicing, continue showing up for this work, and you will see improvements. Practice makes better, not perfect. That's not what we're aiming for here today. Make it, wait in.
Before we move on and talk about creating an overflow of energy, preserving and protecting your energy, I thought a little dance party with my friend's boot juice was needed and ah, I just love those guys. Now that we've had that moment, let's take another deep grounding breath. I find that that really helps me. So in through the nose, let the air fill your belly completely, let your belly hang over your pants. It's not about looking good, it's about feeling good right now. Hold at the top and then exhale through your mouth. Let out a big sigh if that feels good. And take this moment to connect with yourself. Connect with your body. How are you feeling today? Let's do a little vibe check. How's your energy level? There's no judgment on this. It's all perfect. Just notice. Through all the inner work that I've done in these last few years, there's one superpower I've uncovered, and I'm so excited to talk about it with you here today. Self-awareness. That's it. Self-awareness is your superpower. When we become truly aware of ourselves, our thoughts, our beliefs, our energy, our bodies, our minds, all of it, we can heal, transform, and become anything, anything at all, any version of ourselves we want to be. We have to meet ourselves where we are. And I found a lot of support in growing my own self-awareness through tools like human design, meditation, and of course, my morning pages. Listening to our bodies, really learning to do that, truly understanding what a hell yes or a no feels like, that certainty we talked about at the top of this podcast, honoring that and the nudges that you start to feel when you tap into that is such a crucial skill in understanding our energies, honoring our energy, and knowing when it's time to release things that are keeping us stuck or no longer serving our growth. Self-awareness can be frightening, I'll be honest with you, because it brings us face-to-face with the truth about how we feel. And sometimes we want to avoid that. If you're anything like me, facing your feelings can be kind of scary. I used to lean really heavily on avoidance tactics when it comes to those uncomfortable or sort of pokey feeling emotions. So first, Let's make emotions a little less daunting by realizing that emotion is simply the experience of energy moving through our body. There's no good or bad emotions, it's just that we've decided or put a certain perspective on those bad feeling emotions. We've decided they're bad. But when we're able to feel, release, heal, and then stabilize our emotions, we can stabilize our energy. There's a lot to unpack when it comes to feeling our feelings and really truly understanding that process. So I wanna let you know that I'm gonna be diving into this much deeper in an upcoming program called Anchored, which is a 30-day course on energetic accountability. I will be launching that soon, so if you identify as an emotionally avoidant person like I once was, or an empath that is struggling to regulate your emotions, this course is designed specifically for you. Please, if you're called to, visit the link in the show notes to sign up for the course waitlist, and you'll receive more information as I continue to birth this powerful course. Okay, now let's get to the fun stuff for today. We're going to talk about creating an overflow of energy. Who doesn't want that? We've all had those days where our vibe is low, we feel tired or exhausted, maybe you're overwhelmed or just simply emotionally or physically drained. I'm pretty sure I operated on this level for the entirety of my college career. Like, no kidding, living off caffeine, which meant I was on a constant search for bursts of energy because, well, I didn't know that I could create sustainable energy of my own, let alone have it overflow. 
So how the hell do we do that? Well, the answers are so simple, you're not going to want to believe it. But remember at the top of this podcast when I asked you to keep that open mind, open heart? I invite you to try these methods consistently for a week. Be open to hearing them, truly hearing them right now, and then allow them to land in new ways. Because we all know we should prioritize our sleep, right? But we seldom do. I've been guilty of letting that long to-do list win the battle so I stay up later than I should completing tasks, or worse, just thinking about the tasks that I need to complete and I can't fall asleep, then the next day I'm exhausted and even less productive. The cycle repeats until we finally give in and let our mind, body, and soul get some good rest. Whereas, if we just prioritized our sleep in the first place, we'd have so much more energy to show up and crush those tasks with ease. The next thing on my list of creating an overflow of energy should come as no surprise to you, especially if you follow me on Instagram. Number two on the list is move your body. Remember when I shared that emotions are simply an experience of energy moving through our bodies? That's because our bodies are meant to move. When we move, we encourage energy and emotion to do its job and it flows. We allow it to flow. So creating a sustainable and consistent practice of movement is probably the most important thing you can do to create an overflow of energy. The energy you hear me coming at you with today is 1000% powered by the cardio that I did this morning. And you should know, I absolutely hate cardio with a fucking passion. I only do it because I know how good it is for my mental and physical health, plus it boosts my energy. Next up on the ways of creating an overflow of energy, get outside. Y'all, nature has such an abundance of energy and we get to tap into that vibe simply by being in its presence. How freaking cool is that? I know we sometimes feel like we don't have time or energy to spend gallivanting outside, but honestly, even stepping outside for five minutes, taking some deep breaths out in nature can create a massive, massive difference in your energy level. Now, since human design has been such a powerful tool for me to better understand my energy, I'd like to share a human design example of how I can create energy for myself as a projector. Since my energy type as a projector is limited in the amount of energy I have to access, it can be incredibly beneficial for me to spend time with generators who have that endless energy. These two energy types make such excellent teams because as a projector, I can help remind those generators how important it is to slow down and rest every once in a while. And generators have so much extra energy, they can share it with their projector friends. It's such an incredible way to not only understand your energy, but know how it works, know how you can help others. I highly recommend going back and checking out the human design podcast I did with expert Siri Wieringa. So incredibly powerful. For now, I'd love to hear how you create an overflow in your life. How do you create that overflow of energy? Come interact with me over on Instagram at lesliealison33 and let me know because the things I'm sharing with you here are tips and tricks that have worked for me, but the beautiful thing about energy and human design is we're all different. We're all operating on different levels, and that means different things are going to serve us in unique ways. 
I'm here sharing what has worked for me and I would absolutely love to hear from you and just geek out on this topic. Once we've created and tapped into this abundance of energy, it's overflowing into all areas of our lives and boosting the vibe of those around us, how can we preserve it and protect it from leaking out too quickly? I'm so glad you asked. Some really obvious ways to preserve your energy include once again resting, spending time in nature, take a quick five minute break from work every hour and watch your energy start to last longer and longer and longer. Place your hand on a tree or put your bare feet in the soil or in the water and bam, mother nature will happily share that sweet abundance of energy with you. But let's talk about some not so easy ways to preserve your energy, including not over scheduling yourself. This comes back to self-awareness. Understanding your capacity for work, activities, socializing, etc. When you know your limits, when you know where that edge is for you, and you honor your energy, you can do a way better job at only taking on or saying yes to opportunities that you have energetic space for. Another not-so-easy way to preserve your energy is to stop multitasking. You heard me. We've all been taught to believe that doing more is better when, in fact, multitasking spreads our energy super thin over a series of tasks when we could be doing such a better job and being so much more productive and use way less energy and brain power by focusing on one task at a time, completing that task, and then moving on to the next. I invite you to start being more mindful in the way you use your energy with these tips. Another great thing for my fellow entrepreneurs is to batch work different types of work on different days to stay in the zone. For example, I like to schedule out one full day or work chunk of admin work so that I can be fully present in my masculine structured energy. And then at a separate time frame or even separate day, dive into a more creative vibe, producing content or filming, recording podcasts, and being super present in the feminine flowy type of energy. When we're not bouncing back and forth between these two energies, we have so much more to give to each task. We give so much more presence and we use so much less energy. All right, now we get to move on to the really fun stuff, protecting your energy. This is different from preserving it. It requires so much more structure, boundaries, and energetic accountability. When it comes to setting and holding boundaries, limiting time you spend or offer to the energy vampires that exist in your life and saying no without apologizing, you are the only one, the only one who can stand your ground in both needing this and executing it. It's one of the more challenging aspects of energetic accountability, and I'm going to be talking about it a lot inside Anchored, my 30-day course on energetic accountability, which I mentioned will be opening for enrollment very soon. Again, there is a link in the show notes if you're interested in signing up for the waitlist. No strings attached in that. You're just going to receive more information once I birth this beautiful, powerful, so detailed course that I'm really excited about. In the meantime, however, I'd love for you to join me this month. I've got two upcoming live workshops as I continue talking about energetic spring cleaning. On April 22nd at noon, I'll be going live on my Instagram account at leslieallison33 to share all the ways I've been learning about managing my own anxiety over the years of experimenting with different avenues. And then we'll be wrapping up the live workshop series for the month of April 
on the 29th, talking more about energetic accountability, which means, as I mentioned, those boundaries, saying no, dealing with energy vampires, all sorts of things. You can sign up to receive reminders and replays of all of the workshops with the link in the show notes. But those who show up live are going to be offered the opportunity for hot seat coaching, which is pretty incredible. So definitely try to make it if you can. That's every Thursday this month, April 2021 at noon on my Instagram. Until then, I want to celebrate you for taking this time here with me today. This energetic work is not easy. I recognize that and I believe in you so much. I love hearing from you on what you found helpful in this podcast, so please take a screenshot, share it along with your biggest takeaway from today's episode over on Instagram, where I'm hanging out a lot of the time, and be sure to tag me at LeslieAllison33 and Direct Your Vibe Podcast so I can celebrate you for taking this time to direct your vibe. Keep your vibes high, and we'll talk soon. Don't worry about me, don't worry about me, babe, cause I got the time. Plenty of bread.